My name is Pistachio Florville, award-winning, world-famous author, and this is Sunny Disposition. Okay, and this is Sunny Disposition. Looky there, cowpokes. <laughs> well, looky there, cowpokes, if it ain't the old sunny crew, the sunshiners, the... Okay, well, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna label you guys. You guys are whoever you want to be. Um... <laughs> bad start. Always off to a bad start. And that is the, uh, that is the... What, what's the thing called when it's like, uh, you know, the thing that you say when, uh, motto, that's it. <laughs> the word motto, great. Once again, off to a great start. Um, okay, so this week on Sunny Disposition, you listeners are probably desperately, desperately wondering, why didn't you update it last Thursday? Well, look, this is the third episode in a row that I've had to bring this shit up. So if you guys would just shut the fuck up for a couple fucking seconds and just like enjoy the show and just kick back and stop worrying about all these times and like my life, like just worry about yourselves. But the, the point is. <laughs> Point, point is, the reason I didn't post last Thursday is because I didn't feel like it. <laughs> well, you know, my, my originally I was going to say, well, I just wanted to get back to releasing it on Mondays like I had before. But then I'd be lying to you guys because I'm recording this on Saturday night. So it was like, I mean, I'll just tell them that. I didn't feel like recording on Thursday. I felt like recording last Tuesday, and regretfully did not do it. Uh, and so here I am. Uh, this is a late recording today. For reference, I have never recorded a late podcast. It is 8:30 at night, and it's getting sexy. I'm sitting here in my underwear, got my glasses on. I just ate a bag of popcorn and seven rice cakes, and I hate myself. And everything, everything around me is falling apart. And here I am. <laughs> yeah, man. Bringing the energy of this episode. <laughs> okay, so. So, uh, what has happened? What has happened? See, I'm trying to think. That I know there are things that have occurred, but they are small and minuscule. Let's start out with what is the most prevalent, and that is my depression, bitches. <laughs> It's gotten really bad. I um I haven't seen my friends in a long time, and so I just like now I feel like I'm slipping back into that depressional phase that I was in a little bit ago. You might you might remember from the podcast where I get really you know, I get really irritated and just kind of pissy all the time, and I just start hating things and like I'm really really deeply contemplating calling off work tomorrow just because I don't feel like it at all. I just don't even feel like getting out of bed. I'm lucky that I've been attending classes lately and I've been writing <laughs> we have to write memos for English class about our writing process and how it's going. And <laughs> my memos lately have been so fucking depressing. Like I'm going to read I'm going to read a couple of little let's see. Do 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 do. Let me check my email. Let me check my email. Let me check my email. Can I check my email? Ha ha ha. And I took my email, bitches, bitches, bitches. I have been, um, so we have to write about a writing process. And fucking Christ, where the fuck is it? 
Uh, oh, here it is. Great. I'm sure you guys love listening to this. <clears throat> to begin with, okay, well, first of all, let's see. First of all, let's make it clear that uh, for for English class, basically the teacher fucked me over. I may have talked about this before, but I was going to do... I was going to do, well, you have to pick a subject, and you're going to be doing that subject for the rest of the semester in class, which is crazy to begin with. But basically, I, I wanted to pick, I wanted to do um, why, or, or do we need God for morality, right? Do we need religion in order to tell us whether or not things are good or bad? Of course, I was going to say no, as anybody knows who listens, uh... Uh, I am a, an atheist big time, and, you know, I don't fucking care about God. Uh, I was raised with God, and he didn't do shit for me, and I'm actually a better person without him at this point. However, <laughs> however, um, <laughs> any in the, to any of you Christian listeners out there, go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love everybody. Um, but uh, so I was going to do that subject, and I had a lot of resources, and I, I like, I used to do research on can you be good without God? You know, when I was questioning God, I sort of like, there, there are books like scientifically written about like, is morality reliant on religion? Of course, the answer is no, because human beings have all these things and are, you know, our bane, our bane, you know, me, that science, me and my science and, and you know, how we have banes and, and <laughs> God, <laughs> no, in our brains, uh, you know, like mirror neurons and, and things that, that make us want to help other people. And, and that's part of what creates the human sociality. That's why we're such social creatures is because we want to help other people and we want to love other people and we don't need God for that. But anyway, I don't want to get into this. Um, the point is I wanted to do that very fucking bad. And basically, at the beginning of the year, she fucked me over by saying, Well, I think you're too biased on that topic, and I think you have to choose something else, because if you're biased, you can't make a good argument, which is not fucking true, because I had arguments on both sides of the corridor, even though I admitted, like, yeah, I probably will, you know, well, yeah, I will, no matter what, take the stance that you don't need God. Um, basically, like, it's, it's not like... <laughs> That's. I don't feel like it's bad to have a bias as long as you can back up the bias, right? I'm going to have an opinion on whatever the fuck I choose. So instead, because I didn't want to, you know, make her go through all the suffering of reading my biased work. Ugh, I fucking hate her so much. Um, <laughs> um, I decided to do sexual assault. And um, what was that? Was that a knock on my door? What the fuck was that, man? Am I being assaulted? Basically, um, speaking of assault, of course, that segues us right back into it. Look at that. Um, be, you know, I, I decided to do sexual assault. Uh, I'm a huge feminist. I, you know, I'm big time on that stuff. You know, a bit of a social justice warrior from white. And, um, and I always take up for women because they can't defend themselves. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, obviously. Um, <laughs> no, but I decided to do uh, sexual assault. And I was surprised that she didn't say, well, I think you're going to be biased with this topic of sexual assault because... <laughs> Because I feel like you don't like sexual assault. <laughs> and so your bias is going to get in the way of your fucking paper. Like, suck my fucking dick. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> so I w- I've been really pissy, and every single memo, we've done like seven memos, and it's less than halfway through the semester at this point, and, and every single memo, I started out and I write half of the like one-page memo, or two, sometimes two or three pages, I write it <laughs> completely about how upset I am that like she fucked me over at the beginning of the year, and I'm not going to let that go ever. <laughs> Um, and she's become really antagonistic toward me in class and she's been giving me B's instead of A's on my paper because she knows, uh, how much it like hurts my feelings. And you know what? I just don't fucking care at this point. And I think that's part of part and parcel of my depression. However, this is the, <laughs> this is, uh, a, a, an excerpt from the memo I wrote the other day, <clears throat> Again, similar to the complaint that I had within my previous memo. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is like the sixth memo we've written. <laughs> um, uh, I do not feel satisfied with the topic I ended up with, as it feels cliche for my own tastes, and I would have much preferred the original topic I proposed, but it is far too late at this point for that to make any difference. I have no choice but to accept the grave that looms in the distance and pile the dirt onto my own coffin with a faint grin on my pale, alcohol-scented body. (laughs) Then again, very little in my life comes to a positive turn, so I am unsure whether or not I should even care about this to begin with. Part of me believes that I am seeking a reason to continue feeling dissatisfaction with my pointless, lonely life. And all of these obstacles stand out to me as pillars of reason for my misery that I can blame for my emptiness. And I turned that into my English teacher. (laughs) She's probably going to call the fucking police on me like, hey, you need to watch this guy. He's going to kill himself. Um, (laughs) Woof. (laughs) It's so bad. Um, So, like, but basically... She's been treating me really shitty, and I also mentioned that in the memo. I didn't say it like that, obviously. I said, like, uh, I received the first B I've ever received in an English class in this class, and it's a real letdown. And I actually, I took it even, like, a few steps further, and I was like, I don't feel like waking up in the morning. I've stopped writing my novel because I'm so discouraged. And I actually, like, this is partly true, actually. Like, after I got that B, the first B in my English class history, like, even through high school, I took AP literature, never got a B. Never, ever got a B in any English class, ever. And boom, I got a B for the first time, and and my heart was broken. Like, honest to God. Uh, it really tore me up, and and so like like for days, like I stopped writing. I was writing three thousand words a day in my novel, and that's I mean that's a pretty significant amount of words. I would say that's about two hours of work for me, depending on where I am in the novel and whether or not I know where I'm going, you know. And I did that today, so I'm starting to get back on track a little bit. But basically, you know, up till that point that I got the B, I was doing three thousand words a day. Really, and then I stopped completely for like two or three days. I just was like, I can't. What's the point of even fucking writing? Like, and I know it seems like such an exaggerated response, but like seriously, it hit me hard because I'm a writer, man. Like that's my fucking thing. That's the only thing I'm good at, and um, you know, writing and hopefully telling jokes. But we'll let the people decide that one. Um, <laughs> that's what I've always said because people are like, oh, you want to be you want to be in comedy, you want to be a comedian. Well you know, tell me a joke, or you must be really funny, and it's like, well, don't, please don't fucking say that, <laughs> if you think I'm funny, then tell me I'm funny, but don't say that I must be funny, or something, I don't know, and I also don't like saying that I want to be a comedian, or that I have done stand-up, or that I'm very involved in comedy and stuff, because, like, 
people immediately assume that you're going to be all laughs all the time. And that's just kind of, that's kind of within itself. Like, ugh. I mean, I make jokes a lot, probably 10 times more than the average comedian even. No, <laughs> no but I even, yeah, even for like a comedian personality, I, I do make a lot of jokes. But that being said, I definitely have times where I'm serious or vulnerable and I don't want people to always expect me to be chipper, cheery, cheery boy. You know, I'm also an emotional person with problems and shit, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> if you've listened to any of my fucking podcasts. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, it's such a struggle. And that's always been a thing for me in my life, especially, I, I don't know, just in classes, I, I get pinned as the, oh, they're talking. What are they saying? Hang on. Let's listen to what they're saying. I don't know what they were saying, but one guy was wearing flip-flops, and it's like it's like 50 degrees, and 50 degrees doesn't sound that bad until you realize that it's raining, and it's really fucking windy, so why is he wearing flip-flops? Anyway, uh, when I say windy, by the way, like really fucking windy, like 20 miles per hour, like in your face, it's, I fucking hate the wind here. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've always had this complication where I end up being the, like, class clown, you know, the ha-ha-ha, you know, look at this guy, always cracking jokes, and, like, to a certain extent, I'm fine with that, but once I'm in that label, it's like I'm trapped in it, right, and I can no longer, so what I do now, and I, I've started doing this a little bit more recently, I've, instead of, because what I would do is I would either not make a joke and make a serious comment, and then um, people would assume that I'm not the class clown and somebody else would take that position. So whenever I would make jokes, they would just be ignored. Or I would make a joke on the first, you know, it's usually within the first week or first day of school. Um, that, or I would make a joke and then I would be the class clown for the rest of the year. And whenever I would not be in the mood, people would be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what's your problem? You know, like, if, or they would completely ignore me. Right, which both ways is completely shitty. So what I do now is instead of any of that, what I do, I make a couple of jokes, right, and I get the class laughing, and then near the end of class, I will actually say something kind of serious. Like on the first day of school this year, uh, we were we immediately jumped into um, well on the first day of one of our classes, we immediately jumped into like uh, God um, group group thought something like that something involving like social, why, why social psychology is a big deal, because I'm a psychology major, boy, and, um, gonna be poor for life, grad school, grad school, low paying job, um, <laughs> high competition in the job market, <laughs> um, I hate my life, um, <laughs> no, but, um, so, it was in social psychology, and we were going over the Jonestown murders, and, uh, I had heard on another podcast, which I will not say, because is that illegal? Um, but I actually had heard on another podcast that, that these people, it, they weren't drinking the Kool-Aid, even though that's the phrase. There were actually more people died because people were going around injecting people with shots of cyanide and killing them straight out. And, and it wasn't all just a big suicide thing. And so... Um, Basically, I told my teacher this because she, you know, like most people, thought it was just people drinking Kool-Aid. Thought it was, you know, that was all it was, and then the leader shot himself or whatever, or he got killed. I don't remember that part, but, um, but no, I was like, well, actually, you know, and so 
but before that, early, I God, I don't remember what jokes I made, but they were pretty good. I uh, anytime I make like I, I always try to establish myself though uh, as making the whole class laugh and then tossing in a serious thing near the end, right? So that way it's like, oh, okay, so he's 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 smart, but he's also like a jokey guy, right? But like, I, well, I guess I don't want to say smart, right? I don't even consider myself smart. I've talked about that before. Uh, the, the reason I said smart is because it just like, obviously you answer a question or you give a fact and it seems like smart, but it's more like, um, uh, I don't know. It's, it's not smart as much as it is like serious. Like he's able to take things seriously. Like he can joke around, but he also is cool with things being serious right I guess like so that way I sort of establish myself as both so I can do which whichever thing I want to do that day um, and it doesn't always work it's still you know obviously you're gonna be more emotionally into somebody who makes everybody laugh so you might think that I'm the laughy guy and that maybe somebody else made that comment it wasn't the same guy it couldn't have been no that's the laughy guy right Whatever, though. I'm done sort of getting caught up in that shit. I just sort of do what I want to do, bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's sort of been not happening. My whole life is just falling apart. I <laughs> Today, I actually decided to make this podcast this late, and I had all this inspiration, all this rush to just fucking talk because uh, I was thinking about how, how much I fucking hate it here. And I'm not going to give away my location, but let's just say it's in a place that I fucking hate. Uh, it's sort of a country place surrounded by country people and a country-type college. And it's not like it's an underpopulated college or anything like that, but the people here, the people here are not my people. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it, I guess they are my people, but they're like, it's so hard to connect. I guess. I, I just, I don't know. I can't really explain it, but I don't feel, I've never felt like I belong here. Like, I've always belonged somewhere else. Definitely California, for real. Obviously, you know, the the the, the gag I have gone going here is that I live in Cali, baby. Uh, but I don't. And I, you know, but <laughs> I plan on doing so once I get my bachelor's degree and living in poverty for a few years while I pursue comedy and shit, uh, and writing, and music, and all the stuff that I do in my fucking life that adds up to actually nothing, and then survive on a minimum wage job for the rest of my life, and live on the streets, and whatever the fuck, but, like, <laughs> really, like, I don't have high expectations of myself, so if something good does happen, it's great, but, like, <laughs> um, basically, I just... I I was I was going through my Snapchat and looking at all these people and seeing that my f people who uh, maybe I thought were my friends and stuff they're out doing stuff and and partying and it's Saturday night and I'm in my room in my underwear eating a bag of fucking organic popcorn and rice cakes and just thinking about how much I don't have you know like <laughs> and it made me so sad and. It, and it also made me sort of realize, like, because I was like, well, you know, I may not have all those friends, but at least I'm pursuing my passions. And then, like, I sort of <laughs> took a, a beat and I was like, I'm not pursuing my passions. Like, <laughs> I'm pursuing them to the best ability that I have where I am because there, I mean, there's no, there's only one open mic that, um, that does comedy spots 
in all of the city, in the entire fucking city, there's one open mic. There, there are a lot of open mics, but they're all music and no com- comedians at all. You know, music and poetry, which I write poetry and, you know, maybe I could do some, but I, I, I don't know. I don't, I would much rather do comedy. I, I, I am comfortable with comedy. I'm comfortable making people laugh and making people cry really isn't my thing, you know, unless I'm like, I, I, I am an actor, right? I can act for sure. But like, uh, I don't know if I make people cry, I want to do it through a screen. I don't want to do it in real life, I guess, with my real feelings and vulnerabilities. But I mean, of course, that's part of the art and the, the beauty of poetry. But um, let's not get into that right now. Obviously, it's not for <laughs> this podcast. Um, <laughs> maybe I could get into that another time if you if you so desire. Oh, 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 by the way, guys, before I forget, fragilecough at gmail.com. That's my email address. Hit me up, F-R-A-G-I-L-E-C-O-U-G-H at gmail.com. I've been meaning to put that out there. <laughs> Because I, I just haven't thought about it. But, um, yes, please uh, send me emails with whatever you fucking want to say. Like, I don't care. Something you want to hear me talk about. Comments on my voice or how I should stop talking about how much my life sucks. Um, <laughs> anything anything you want to do. Even if you want to fucking roast me, dude. Roast me. Toast, toast the shit out of my butthole. I don't care. I don't care. Take me down. Take me with you. Um, uh, um, so, <laughs> I'm fading away. Um, <laughs> no, okay. So, 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 he says, uh, uh, um, anyway. <laughs> so, there's only one open mic in all of the city and uh, that does comedy, and two times a month. Two times a month. And it seems like it, they always plan it so that it's on the two most inconvenient fucking days of the month for me. So I never even have the have, have the opportunity to do it. Um, <laughs> I can't even like I, I don't know. I've done I've done stand up a couple times up here. Uh, they have open mics through the school that do allow comedy, but it's really not. The open mics through the school aren't that great because there are like maybe five people in the crowd at most. And, you know, that's fine and all, but they're not, like, my crowd, and they're usually, like, not really paying attention to me, like, they're talking to each other and sort of ignoring me, and then you get off stage, and you're like, man, but I always have someone record me, so I, I can look at my set and be like, that was funny, that wasn't, you know, I, I came up with five minutes about horses this morning, and I texted my friend in England, and I was like, why the fuck am I still here, there are no venues, <laughs> I want to do my five minutes about horses, god damn it, and I just hit my hand on the table, uh, but it's really funny five minutes, I think, I'm not going to do it on here, because I don't want to give away my material, man, if you want <laughs> Buy my album for ten bucks. My five my five minutes on horses for ten bucks on iTunes. No, I don't have any albums yet, but hopefully, maybe at some point I can put something out there once I get once I do more stand up and I you know I'm confident in my stature, I guess, because I'm also more of an improv sort of guy. But I I turn that into stand up to a certain extent. Very surreal, very on the spot a lot of the time, and just sort of have an idea of what I'm going to say, and then I mess with it, whatever. Who cares about that? Um, <laughs> you want to hear my process? Well, let me tell you a little something about my process. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so so basically, I just want to get up out of this fucking place 
where like I feel like I'm not doing anything with myself and I'm just sitting in my fucking room on a weekend and watching all these people with their beautiful girls and you know their hot guys out there just having fun and just living their fucking lives and here I am talking into a microphone at nine o'clock at fucking night alone in my room nobody contacting me except for Melatonin who now speaks to me basically obligatorily you know and things have been weird between us lately uh, I think I talked about it on the last podcast so she got kind of cold toward me after I did drugs and um <laughs> And things have just stayed kind of weird between us. And I've become very, very, very detached from her because she's got the boyfriend and she still kind of does this very nice little flirty sort of thing that she does. And I just kind of am like, I don't really care to respond to this. Um, (laughs) To be quite honest, the only reason I'm still here at this point is because of my friend, my best friend's... uh, (laughs) My best friend Clam... She's sort of like, you know, we've talked about her many times in the past. Um, she's sort of like the thing that makes me want to stay here. And that <laughs> that's such a sweet thing. Um, no, like, I mean, yeah, it's sweet, but it, it kind of sucks, too, because it's like, man, if I if I didn't care so much about clam then i would totally be in california right now just living on the streets with like five dollars to my name and pursuing comedy and you know showering in gyms if i if i'm lucky enough to be able to afford a gym membership with a minimum wage job or you know whatever i mean i'd save up money and stuff but like she's sort of like because i've been so tempted in the past like year or so like the past soft you know, last semester of my school career, I just kind of want to, like, I feel like I'm wasting my time, and as much as I want to pursue psychology and stuff, I just, like, and I don't want to be a college dropout, like, I know I need a degree, I know even if it's not going to get me a huge job, it'll be better than not having one, right, so I know I just need to keep going, but I really just don't feel like happy or satisfied and I feel alone here and I feel uh you know I feel like I'm not doing what I want to do and I'm not being who I want to be and I don't know I just I keep having these thoughts of just dropping out and leaving you know even at the best times of my life I'm like man I could be having the best time of my life somewhere else (laughs) like and I wish I wish I fucking wish I could just like pack up clam in my fucking suitcase and toss her with me uh, and, like, <laughs> knock her out in the middle of the night. Wait a second, knock her out in the middle of the night. That doesn't work. Knock her out <laughs> and then, like, fucking stick her in, like, a body-sized suitcase. Go to California. She wakes up. We are in my <laughs> my condominium. Um, now, uh, let's see, shitty apartment, maybe a dumpster. She wakes up. She's in there with me. Well, you're here now. Oh, well guess we're gonna be sucking this together <laughs> like I wish I could just uh but I know she would never leave this place uh and and at least not you know voluntarily <laughs> I'm just kidding at least not like this early like she'd want to graduate first and shit <laughs> motherfucker and I just um I don't know it's uh it's killing me I can't I feel like I feel like I'm going crazy here and I feel alone 
And this fucking girl uh, that I, I've talked about a couple times, I think I called her Wrinkle, the girl with the uh, from my English class that takes advantage of me, and I get real. I'm starting to get really fucking pissed at her because she hits me up constantly, like, "Hey, can you do my paper for me?" And I'm like, "Um, no." <laughs> like I used to be, like, I guess I have to say yes if I want to keep her friendship, but like at this point, I'm like, like, like no, like. <laughs> That's something you gotta do. <laughs> like, it's your fucking paper. It's not mine. I'm not gonna write your fucking paper. Like, I appreciate your compliment to my English skill, basically, but I'm not gonna write your fucking paper, so get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it, it's basically, yeah, she's taking advantage of me. She's totally, completely taking advantage of me, and she flirts with me a lot, and, you know, she calls me boo, and all these, like, really, oh, little sweet things, but she's got a boyfriend, she wouldn't even dare come near touching me, so at the end of the day, like, like, what the fuck am I getting out of it, you're not doing anything for me, and you're not, you're not, like, she's not even paying me, she says you buy me a coffee, and I was like, you want me to write, like, I got so pissed, you want me to write a four-page fucking paper for English class for you, and you're gonna pay me with a coffee? First of all, I'm not gonna do that, and second of all, I'm not gonna, I don't, like, I can get a coffee myself, like, (laughs) I'll just buy my own fucking coffee, you do your fucking paper, like, I, I, I didn't say it like that, but I, I was more, I was more diplomatic, of course, I am when I'm off the mic, quite a diplomat, um, (laughs) but more or less, it it was like, I can't, like, I'm not gonna do your shit for you, (laughs) like, do your own fucking work, and I also, um, I, I said, (laughs) if you recall, there was an encounter with her where she basically said, yeah, my boyfriend's better than you, in so many words, right, like, you don't go to the gym. And I was like, yeah, I do. I do actually pretty much every day of the week. And she, and I do for, and I wasn't lying. I, I genuinely do. And believe it or not, I, I'm still in a piece of garbage body, but I do go to the gym most days of the week. But, um, she, but she, she, um, she was like, oh, well, you don't look like my boyfriend, you know, and like pulled out her phone and showed me this fucking beefcake. And and I was like, well, that's fucking rude of you. And I don't appreciate it. Um, but basically like, I, I, I was like, she was like, can you write my paper for me? I was like, you know, I remember last time we hung out, you said your boyfriend was be- like better than me more or less. So like, why doesn't he just do it for you? You know, he cares more about you than I do. <laughs> she got upset, but she still asked me, she still asked me to write her fucking papers, and she was like, well, my boyfriend doesn't write as good as you, like, fuck you, he probably just doesn't want to do your shit, because he's not fucking you, well, he's fucking you, but he's not you, (laughs) right, I don't want to take your fucking course load on my back, I have enough problems, I have enough struggles with my depression, I'm in bad moods all the time, I'm irritated, I'm pissed off, and I, I just don't want to fucking deal with your fucking work on top of my own, she's such a bad writer too, shout out to you, Wrinkle, you're the worst, honestly, and I know you're, I know you know this, I know you know you're a bad writer, but you're just the worst, you're awful, it's so bad, she doesn't know how to use a semicolon, how do you not know how to use a semicolon? We are in college English. I have dedicated my life to writing, and you can't write a fucking semicolon. We are the same age. 
it's not fair it's not right it's disgusting i hate it <laughs> no but like basically like i've offered to help her i've offered to help her in the past with her writing but she doesn't want to be taught she doesn't want to be learnt. she wants to exist and so she will and so she will oops computer went black and then it all went black this summer Coming to coming to Disney DVD and direct CV, CVS. God, I'm going crazy. It's only nine o'clock at night and things are getting kooky around here, motherfucker. Oh my god. Okay. Next up on the business list. Oh, hang on. Time for a water break. I've been going for like 32 minutes and not a single water break. I hope you're ready, <laughs> mother. Mm. Damn, boy. Mm -hmm. It's always the most uncomfortable part of the podcast. But it's a real staple. Okay. <laughs> it's a real staple maple. Next up on the list, you guys hear this? That's me jerking off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Mostly. No, I'm just I actually am just kidding. Um... <laughs> So I have been writing, well, I've actually fully produced a rap EP, a rap extended play, uh, where I am a rapper and I rap music. Um, <laughs> I do have a huge involvement in music, but of course I have never, there's a lot of stigma with being a white man and <laughs> rapping and so I've never pursued it but I you know I've wrote I've written a couple of raps but usually they're funny like <laughs> I wrote one that was pretty much oops whoopsie daisy um it's pre it's pretty much the funniest thing I may have ever written definitely the funniest song I've ever made and I don't I don't write very many funny songs um but like so but I I, I listen to rap I do, I listen to rap, and um, so I decided, why not write some raps? However, I, I don't write raps like most people, like <laughs> most artists that you think of, I feel like. Um, I And I don't listen to rap that most people think of. I listen to rap that is, tends toward the more depressive side. Like, I recently got into Tyler, the Creator, and I thought that he was kind of overrated, right? Because And that's why I don't listen to a lot of artists, is because I'm like, ah, they're probably overrated because I hear about them so much. And then I listen to one of their albums, and I'm like, oh, man, this resonates, right? So, <laughs> you know, I've been listening to his stuff a little more lately, and I, I'm so into it because he talks about, like, <laughs> I wants to kill himself and, like, how he hates his life and all these things. And I'm like, yes, 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 I'm eating this up, like, tasty, tasty little morsels of self-hatred. I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, but so that's sort of my thing more or less. Uh, but so I decided recently that, Hey, I listen to rap. <laughs> Why not try to make a little bit? Right. And I, I also, I write a lot of poetry, so I'm good with rhymes. And I was like, why, why am I not doing this already? So I hope you guys are ready because I'm going to read you a rap that I wrote during religion class. And I actually have produced the full song and made it at this point. And I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into my inspiration, baby. So take off. <laughs> take off. 
Take that bandana off your waist and your dongle. <laughs> Take that. I can't even do it. Take that bandana off your dongle. And let's get to work. So, <laughs> please, I would, I would ask that you don't jerk off while you're listening to my podcast. Only I can do that. Um, I'm just kidding. Oh, imagine, imagine walking in on that. Okay. So, here's how it starts. Ready? I'm just a college kid. What the fuck can I do? I can't pass a fucking class without the rest of my life getting screwed. And I don't mean to be lewd. Who am, who am I kidding? Yes, I do. But my mind drifts to your perfect ass, getting pounded by dudes who are not me. And so I guess they're assholes, aren't they? But who are we? Who fucking cares? I'd run away anyway. I'm always scared of your vacant words infecting the air that used to squeak so clean unheard by the skulls you cracked on the way out. I'm just a college kid. What the fuck can I do? I hardly get by with enough food, but I'm expected to shit out great things with this piece of trash. I'm trapped in. And then the second verse goes like this. I hope you're ready. This is fun and exciting for everybody, and I think we all love it, and it's a funny and cool thing. So, <laughs> here it goes. <laughs> the... Oh my god, do you hear that? It's it's just the cops coming to get me because I'm spitting so sick fire and bitch. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this isn't it's not it's not that awful, right? And this isn't even the darkest one I wrote. Like this is maybe one of the more positive ones. You know, as I look through my religion book that I have here, outlined with a bunch of different raps, because I wrote I wrote like seven raps in one day to fill out my EP, I don't know that I'm going to release it, right? Because I think that that's sort of like the first mixtape you do is not the one you drop. <laughs> like if Because you want to start out, even if you start with a new, like you, you're always going to start new and you're never going to be the like the best out of the gate, but you kind of want to start with a little bit more on your shoulders. Anyway, they all stare at me like I'm a fucking freak. Fuck you. I stay in the... <laughs> I stay in the gym every day of the week, and I know it don't do nothing to cover the shame of the blame game I play. Is it my fault or my father, who beat me until I was absent, and now explanations don't fit shit, because I grip to what he taught me, that I'm nothing, that I'm empty, that all those that that all those that love me resent me, so I pack my shit up all limply from, um, from slicing myself up discreetly, and I yell on the street when they see me, how can you not tell that I'm fucked, that I'm corrupt? I'm no good, but they keep going, and I'll keep walking till I get to stop and drop dead on the doorstep when they kick me coffin. So, <laughs> as you may see, I guess it, it was a lot darker than I recall it being, because I actually get into my past abuses, and <laughs> and so it's not like it's not exactly like the stuff you're gonna listen to and be like, yeah, let's fucking pump this up on the radio and have a good night. It's like the stuff you play when you're like, I want to die, you know. <laughs> That's sort of my genre, I think. That's sort of where I fit in because I'm always my, the music I made has always been really, really depressing and very, you know, emo music. Um, <laughs> But it's always been very, very creative. I, you know, that's sort of what I revel in. I don't like 
the punk rock that all sounds the same. You know, I love it when people spice things up, and I I like to do that in my music as well. Uh, no song I've ever made sounds the same as another, right? I I always do something different, do something like I made one rap where the um the snare drum was the you know quote unquote snare drum was me um hitting was me flicking a um a water bottle <laughs> for three minutes on the on the exact beat um for three minutes straight just flicking a water bottle into the microphone and it got really exhausting <laughs> but um you know i do creative stuff like that and i had one you know in in the drums in that song the bass drums in that song were me uh, pounding on a Tupperware container, you know, so I, I, like, I always try to, but that's just one song, you know, and I did another song where the bass drum was me, uh, pounding on my guitar, and the snare drum was me hitting my guitar with a pick, and, you know, everything I do, like, it's, it's always going to be different, and I, I, I never want anything I do to be the same as anything else anybody has ever done, especially myself, you know, I always, I'm so fucking original with everything, it gets kind of exhausting <laughs> after a while, even, living in my own body, it's like, man, why can't I just do the same fucking thing for once, um, but, like, but my raps, even though they're dark like that, they, I always try to make them sound really upbeat, and I love the dichotomy of, like, someone being like, I'm gonna kill myself, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, like, like, in a, like, in a major key, like, like, I'm gonna run over myself with a car. Da da da. I'm gonna like, like I don't know. I just love shit like that. I have a lot of bands on my iPod that are, you know, like they're sort of emo bands, but they sound like, like if you listen to it without paying attention to the words, you would think like, oh man, these guys are having a good time. They must really love their lives, and they're like having a good experience. But then you listen to the words, and it's like, oh, they're writing about like alcoholism and about how like their family's dead and like how they how empty they feel. <laughs> like, but I love that because like that's I feel like that's how I live my life a lot of the time is like putting on this like I'm feeling so good I'm feeling so happy and then like if you like look inside my thoughts and like I want to die I want to die <laughs> just on repeat like so that's sort of that's sort of where I where I land within and I, I kind of wanted my music to capture that especially these raps because the EP I made again just like the um just like all the music i listen to sounds it sounds very positive if you don't listen to the words right it sounds like oh he's really enjoying his life he's having a good time and you listen to the words and you're like oh he's writing about his abusive father <laughs> like and how abuse made him depressed <laughs> like it's really not good at all um <laughs> and um so I, I don't know that's sort of that's what I've been wasting away with <laughs> my passion project for the past week. Uh, I wrote, I, I put it out on Twitter. Actually, shout out to my Twitter followers at buttkiller69. Um, I put it out on Twitter that I like just Monday this week. I was walking to the, from the gym from the gym. Yeah, not to the gym. This is important. Um, I was walking from the gym, and I, I decided just out of nowhere. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tweet this, like, so I, I said, like, I'm going to make a rap EP by the end of this week, and I did it, and, I, you know, again, not the best thing you've ever heard in your life, but in, really, not that bad, kind of impressed with myself a little bit that I was able to make seven songs over the course of, like, uh, man, I don't know, like, five days, you know, I'm kind of proud of it, 
but um, I've basically been glued to my computer, and that maybe that's not helping my depression much either, <laughs> is sort of being obsessed, because you have to be so fucking obsessive about the beats, because you want it to be perfect, you want it to be perfect, and when it's not, you're like, oh, I'm going to die, I'm going to kill myself, and then I make another rap about <laughs> how I want to kill myself, no, I'm just uh, yeah, there are definitely raps, like, I actually, here, I'll, I'll go through the list, I decided on a topic list before I started writing uh, the songs, and I said, well, I'm just going to write one of each of these songs. So I had a song that I already wrote, I memorized, um, I memorized it, and I, I sort of wrote it intending it to be the opposite of what most rappers are, which is like very like into themselves. Uh, I'll actually repeat it, I'll, I'll repeat it verbatim, not, I, you know, obviously I have nobody to even uh, clue in, to come in and say like, oh yeah, yeah, he's not reading from his phone, but I'm, I'm genuinely not, so... <clears throat> They tell me I'm a piece of shit, and I guess that's right, isn't it? Can't even keep the friends I made and fucking AP lit, but I keep going out Friday nights looking for people that want to be around me, and I'm drowned by these city lights shot down by the same assholes who'd ground me, and I don't mean my parents, though I guess they're embarrassed by the fact that I can't afford to pay tuition to a college I don't cherish. And I'll just end it there, because for a moment... Oh, <laughs> and they laugh in my face with a hearty fucking ha 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 as I'm losing all I ever want in exchange for a chance to change. All right, so that's, see, that is absolute proof that I wasn't reading because I forgot the line there and I was about to just bail and be like, nah, that's a good place to end it. <laughs> but um, but that that's a rap that I came up with and I was like, I kind of want to have this so that if if rap battling does come up because it actually has come up before i know it seems like this is something that doesn't actually happen in real life but it has come up and you know basically i was freestyling right but this guy obviously had pocketed raps it was like dude you're fucking cheating dog you can't fucking do that <laughs> but um but i was i my freestyles are okay but they're not—they're not top cue. They're not going to be something that I can pocket and write out. You know, that's—that's that's a little bit different. So I decided that from now on, if I engage in a rap battle, I'm going to have—I I will start. If I start the battle, then I'll do an improv verse. But if I don't, uh, and they do something that's clearly pocketed, I can just pull that out, and I think it would be really hilarious because. As you can tell, the first line, they tell me I'm a piece of shit. So I can basically just say, you tell me I'm a piece of shit. And I guess that's right, isn't it? Can't you? like So then I like break into like, I guess you're right. I guess I kind of hate myself and I hate my life. like And I'm like wasting away. like <laughs> I think that will be an awesome way to get into a rap battle. And then like the other person is like, you a, you a problem, bitch. You can't fucking do shit. And then I'm like yeah, you tell me I'm a piece of shit, and, like, I guess you're right, like, <laughs> I thought it would be the best thing in the world, so, um, basically, free raps, I'm tossing that to you motherfuckers, um, don't, if you're gonna steal my raps, at least, like, <laughs> say, like, at buttkiller69 gave me this rap, um, <laughs> or pistachio Florville, but I would prefer my Twitter handle, so, <laughs> So uh, my track list then is the the first one is the song I already wrote because I've actually okay I cheated a little bit I did already produce that song so I guess I only produced six songs over the course of five days I'm sorry um, <laughs> the song I already wrote next topic depression 
then anorexia and bodily dysmorphia, <laughs> then loneliness, then binge eating and bodily dysmorphia, then <laughs> my lack of quote-unquote believers, so to speak. Um, in other words, you know, how nobody encourages me or loves me. Uh, the next topic, hopelessness. And then the last topic to, to cap off the album, the disappointment that I leave in my wake. <laughs> so like, basically, basically, I made an album and I, and I wrote songs about all those things and put them into my EP. So basically, I wrote an EP about like depression, anorexia, binge eating, about all these problems in my life that I've had. And, I, you know, obviously I have a song about abuse. Um, <laughs> like it's all like, ah, uh. <laughs> it's so that, that song that I read on air earlier was actually, that was, um, the one that was about hopelessness, you know, sort of like, I don't have a future. Um, and I can't really like, cause like, I'm just a college kid. What the fuck can I do? And I get it. Like, that's like a, that's like a shitty line. There were a couple lines in there. And I'm like, ah, man, I could have done better with those, you know, <laughs> like, it's not as good as my the, my pull out pocket wrap that I got. Like that thing is my fucking gold. That <laughs> that thing will will take me on mountains ahoy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so that's what I've been doing with that. Um, yeah, <laughs> struggling here, struggling, struggling, struggling. I hate my life. Um, but basically. So, I said basically a lot this podcast, haven't I? Shit. Um, I'm going to go back to the, what even started all this? Basically, <laughs> basically, I want to get out of this place, and I want to go rot on the streets of California, at least, because at least if I, like, my thought, at least if I died doing, like, comedy, <laughs> like, five-minute spots in small comedy venues, like, at least I would be doing what I want to do when I die, you know what I mean? Like, if I just die on the streets from alcohol poisoning, <laughs> probably, or something, like, I don't know. If I just die, at least I, di I died knowing that I was doing what I liked instead of rotting away in college doing something I hate. And I, I don't know. It's a real debate for me, you guys, because I, I do enjoy college to the extent that I... What is this guy talking about Pokemon? Damn. I've had so many interruptions this episode. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, oh, I said it again. Damn it, it's a habit at this point. Fuck. Shit. It's a fucking habit. Oh, my God, that was loud. <laughs> Too loud. <sighs> um, so I, I, I really want to just get out of this fucking place and... I don't know what to do about it. It's so... I just feel like I'm trapped in this depressive state, and it's just so disappointing. I was supposed to have plans with somebody last night, by the way. Uh, shout out to the person who fucking canceled my plans last night. But I had plans for somebody that I had set for maybe a week and a half in advance, which is a good amount of time to plan for plans. And then it's like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock last night, I'm like... You know, and I texted her earlier that day, like, hey, I need the money for your half of the hypothetical drugs that we might hypothetically be doing hypothetically together, and she's not responded, and I texted one of her friends, and I was like, hey, like, is she, where's she at? Like, <laughs> I kind of need to talk to her, 
she was like, I'll get you in contact. So like at six o'clock in the evening, I texted her again. I was like, Hey, come on. Um, and then she finally fucking replies and says, um, you know, actually there's something going on tomorrow. So I don't want to do drugs the night before so that I wake up feeling just fine. And I was like, well, you should have fucking planned that for another fucking weekend. <laughs> Cause I had all the everything set up. The person, my hypothetical dealer, was ready to go, raring to go, waiting for me. You know, waiting for the full payment. And then I was like, well, I don't have it, right? And then, and then, you know. I mean, I guess I was kind of lucky, though, because then my dealer hit me up and was like, hey, the supplier didn't come through this week. And I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, I was going to do it on my own. And then, um, so I didn't even get the opportunity to do them at all. I wanted to do them so bad. <sighs> and then I, you know, I went out last night. I was so fucking stressed, and I decided to go get some food at a local little, you know, 24-hour place we got nearby. I talked about it before. Shoots. Um... <sighs> But I decided, plug in, plug in. I decided to go, go by there and get some food, and I passed at least five fucking parties that I, you know, of course I wasn't invited to. But there were so many attractive people just standing out on the balconies, and there was music pumping on side, and people you could hear them having fun and and you know living up the night and enjoying because it was the first time we had had nice weather in a really long time. It was like seventy degrees out. And, um, and so I was alone in my fucking room and I, I asked every single person on my contact list, Hey, you want to do something? And they all said, no, they all said no. And that made me even more sad. Like, cause it's like, shit, like nobody wants to be with me. Right. And then I would see their Snapchat stories and they would be out doing something without me. And I was just in my room and I just basically stayed up all night and cried until like three in the morning and, and slept until like nine. So I didn't even get good sleep. Like yesterday was just a fucking train wreck. And, <laughs> and, and like, so I, I, I don't know, things just keep, it seems like they just keep declining, you know, and this is also the last weekend we have before spring break. So that's another reason everybody was out all night last night because it was the time to live it up. And I, I like, I had nowhere to go. Right. And I had nobody to go with. I mean, if I was with somebody, I probably would have gone out and just walked around the streets or something or, you know, like, I don't know, or just done the drugs I was fucking planning on doing in the first place with them and just hung out and enjoyed the night. But like, no, <laughs> like, I, you know, I, there's no way I was going to walk into a party by myself and going to a club alone is kind of sad. You know, you kind of want to have a little posse there, like a small posse, or else you just feel like out of place, like, man, why am I here? <laughs> like... I don't know. It's just, it's, it's so depressing. I feel like I'm living in a fucking nightmare and I hate my life <laughs> and nobody cares about me and I just want to die. So, <laughs> so that's my cry for help this week. <laughs> cry. <laughs> my, the cry of the, the cry of help of the week is sponsored by PBS. <laughs> like, <laughs> The the immense sadness brewing in my chest is brought to you by, like, things are bad for me, things are bad, things are bad, things are bad, and I just want to die, and uh, I wish the world would end, because do you know how much better that, <laughs> that would be great if the world ended, because, like, I mean, I could kill myself, but then think, there would be a lot of repercussions with, like, people that I love would be, like, bummed out, and, you know, 
there's a sort of gratifying feeling about that where it's like, oh, they actually did fucking give a shit about me after I fucking killed myself. But like, this is so real. (laughs) This is uncomfortably real. Um, (laughs) But like, if the world ended, then like, I wouldn't have to really worry about that, you know? (laughs) Like, everybody would be dead, and I would finally fucking be dead. But like, at least I wouldn't have to worry about everybody else, you know? (laughs) So that's my note of the week. (laughs) That is how I'm gonna, that's the note I'm gonna end this podcast on. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Woof. For real, please call the suicide hotline if you're having any of the thoughts that I am having constantly. <laughs> like, please find help. It's not working for me, but God, I hope it does for you because this feels so horrible. Thanks for <laughs> listening. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. (laughs) This is so dark. Thanks for listening. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at buttkiller69. Uh, Follow me or add me on Snapchat. I'll add you back. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Conceptualizing, C-O-N-C-E-P-T-U-A-L-I-Z-I-N-G. Conceptualizing. And, uh, or if you have an email or whatever the fuck, um, fragilecough at gmail.com. Those are all your methods of contacting me, motherfuckers. Um, I, oh my God, this is bad. (laughs) But really, thanks for listening and please take care of yourselves. (laughs) Sunny disposition.